Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, of course, it's as always, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you and in the studio for yet another edition of our podcast. Uh, so welcome back. Well, thank you, Tim. It's good to be with you. I was just searching for some music, um, maybe to excite our opening a bit. I, we were told... Yeah, we'll have to work on that. Yeah, some You want music. to? We were I told do. our opening needs to be a little bit more... Yeah, um, like most of the most of the podcasts I listen to have a musical background underneath the introduction. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. they're also, you know, very well produced. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about your production? I, I'm saying <clears throat> my production's pretty... Here's a song uh, called Palouse by a guy named Corey. It's not it's not me either. That's Good that Hey, this is Tim and Corey. Coming to you from the Hilltop Studios. Maybe that worked. I don't know. It might. Yeah, that look That's, that up on uh, to... Amazon Music or Apple Music. It's called Palouse. If we if we by use something, Corey Christensen, which is a Christian sounding name. That's Son kind of, of funny. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we just talked about what we were going to talk about. That's weird. And then this that was, was not, on, not the list, on the list. Which this no. always bugs Tim, but uh, no, that's okay. Yeah, right. It's, it's right. usually interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's it. one of our last podcasts was kind of a wild ride. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. okay. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we are back again with another episode, and before we dig into some of the more substantial content today, uh, we did want to just mention uh, that we have expanded the availability of the podcast. We have recently. So, that what does that mean? It means it is available on i uh, the um, Apple Podcast. It is available on Google Play Music. And it is available on TuneIn as well as the SoundCloud app. So you can check all those places out if you use any of them. And you can figure out a way to give us a, a kind review. Uh, we would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you can uh, listen to back episodes and all so, that. So they stuff. can review us and give like five stars. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and maybe say something kind about us. If you have something unkind to say, as we've said in the past, say it to our face. Yeah, don't hide behind some screen name right. in your review. Right. Give us a call, find us, tell us. And because our online reputation is very important <laughs> to us, we'd rather be emotionally distraught in public. <laughs> um, so the other thing is, if, if on social media... Uh, like the Instagram. I'm trying to get back into Instagram. Cause it's I, saw, I saw today my phone dinged and said, Corey has posted really for the first time in a long time. Yes, I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I'm going to try to get on the gram and, and engage with the younger folk. You know, people half my age and such. Should probably start Inappropriate not ways, calling them younger, younger folk. folk. <laughs> okay. But then I found there's a lot of people on the old Instagram. and uh, But point being... I was actually uh, trying to say something related. It's about to what time, you yeah. were saying. Okay. <laughs> Gee whiz! Uh, so, what is the point? The point it? is, if you share something about our um, show on social media, sh- could be Instagram, could be Facebook, the MySpace, whatever, <laughs> and you that tag a, that us. That's a joke, by the way. The MySpace, I, just yeah. And you tag us, <laughs> then we are going to give you a shout out 
on our show, which if you have yeah. a business, we'll shout out the business as long as it's, you know, moral. Yes. <laughs> no way. If, if your business is businesses. like prostitution, you're no, not going to get a shout out. No, we're not going to shout that. Good call, Tim. <laughs> Easy decision. Uh, but also, we want to give you a shout out related to something else. But uh, if you if you share and take us, whether it's an episode or just, hey, listen to this um, uh, podcast from Apple Podcasts, and then you take Tim or I, that'd be great. But we want to give them a shout out, uh, or I'm saying this wrong, we want to encourage people to share um, our Lamp and Light project, our Lamp and Light journey, journey. excuse yeah. me, Lamp and Light journey. So Tim, could you talk about that for, for a minute or so, and then we're going to encourage folks to get involved. Yeah, so we just we are starting on a journey of scripture memorization. Uh, nothing too big or too too scary for people, but uh, we just want to recognize that uh, it's important for us to uh, memorize scripture and have it hidden in our hearts. Um, that does, as the Bible says, hiding God's word in our hearts keeps us from sinning against him. And, and so we believe it's important. Uh, and believe it or not, in this digital world, you may not always have access to uh, an electronic device to just search a verse or a, right uh, or read your Bible, and so sometime in life, uh, you will need to rely on God's scriptures, and it's great if you have some of them committed to memory. And so, what we've done is uh, selected, curated a few uh, sixteen verses or parts of verses uh, to memorize through the summertime. Uh, here and uh, this week we introduced the lamp and light journey for the first time and our uh, our memory verses from Psalm 119 105 uh, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path and then each subsequent week we will introduce a new verse and and then at the end um, you know hopefully you'll have memorized 16 uh, in you know, helpful verses from the Bible. And it's not just about memorizing those few verses. We really want you to take a look, too, at the rest of the context around the verse and just encourage people to get in the Bible and read and 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 be familiar with God's scriptures that he's given us. And knowing that when when you need a word of encouragement, he may bring one of those back to your mind or you might be able to recall if you've memorized it. Um, if you're feeling like for this verse, Psalm one nineteen one hundred five, if you're feeling maybe you've lost your way or you need you don't know what direction you're supposed to go in, if you turn to God's word, He can show you the way and and, and be your your light uh, to your path. And and so the rest of the scriptures will uh, will just they're all great. They're they're easy to memorize and and it's going to be a blessing I think for all of us as we do that. So part of the, the journey is that uh, each week uh, we introduce a verse on Sunday and then we will on Thursday in our weekly email also share out a, a digital image that you can save and um, you can use it as a background on your phone or other electronic device or whatever. You can post it on any of your social media accounts. The Instagram. And, yeah, whatever the gram. it is. And, and what you were trying to get at, I Twitter think, bill. is that if you do that and you post the, the lamp and light, uh, the lamp and light journey image of the week, 
uh, on social media and tag us, then we'll also do a shout out on that's what I was the, saying. The podcast. We'll shout you out if you review us. We'll shout you out if you share the lamp and light image. And I would encourage you make your own, maybe with a picture yeah. of your family or where you were reading the verse yeah, or something. You can do that with ease these days if Plus, you have that ability yeah. with apps yeah. or inside the Bible app. Yeah. They have a a great image tool, you know. So if you share out the the image that Tim's going to put out there on email and Facebook, that's great. I might put it out on the gram. Yeah, you should. Instagram, aka. Yeah. Um, and just trying to be hip and relevant. Tim. Is it is it working? No, it's not <laughs> working. Uh, but uh, yeah, so share that out, and we'll give you a shout out. And it's it like Tim's saying, it's good for your. Your walk, your journey, whether you're feeling a little bit lost or whether you're just in a good place, wherever you're at, it's good to uh, be in God's word. And his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, right? So cool. Well, should we dive into some of God's word or do we have any other things to share, Tim? I think it's time to dive in. So we're taking a break from... uh, our Psalms Explored series. One week. Which, uh, one week only. Yeah, we had four great weeks on Psalm 139, and we are having two weeks of Psalm 88, the dark, the darkest psalm in the Psalms. Most of the Psalms are pretty darn positive, yeah. and that's where most of our emphasis is going to be, but uh, Psalm 88 was pretty dark, and we went there um, last Sunday, but... We're going to break for this Sunday because it's a holiday, national holiday, right? Well, it's not a national, not a holiday. national holiday. International holiday, maybe, or maybe yeah. Christian holiday. It's certainly a Christian holiday. It's, it's Pentecost Sunday. Um, and so, yeah. What is Pentecost? Uh, Pentecost is the birthday of the church, the gift of the Holy Spirit to the church. You can read about it in Acts 2. And we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, learning about the Holy Spirit. Um, we did not pick Acts 2 as our scripture for Pentecost Sunday. We we picked John 14, 15 through 17. Um, An interesting selection, Pastor Corey. Well, yes. yes. It's just a starting point uh, well, you know, to I, jump off into a, a robust discussion about the Holy Spirit. So, yeah. Yeah. Should I read it? You should, because it's just... It's short, yeah. Uh, I'm going to read from N.T. Wright's relatively new translation, The Bible for Everyone. Um, He partnered with John Goldingay, who did the Old Testament, and Tom Wright, or N.T. Wright, did the New Testament. And so, um, John 14, 15 through 17. If you love me, he went on, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father... And he will give you another helper to be with you forever. This other helper is the spirit of truth. The world can't receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you know him because he lives with you and will be in you. All right. That's our short section for the the message this Sunday at Palouse, uh, 9 and 11 a.m. And Pullman at Bishop Place at 1.30 p.m. So G- this is near the end of Jesus' ministry. It's not the only place he talked about it. You can read John 16. You can you can comb over all the Gospels for his different mentions of the, the Holy Spirit. But um, here he calls the Spirit the Spirit of truth and also 
the the helper or sometimes translated the counselor or comforter is an old translation. Uh, advocate is a translation. Mm, yeah. The Greek word is paraclete. Not, it's par- not, not something you put on your feet either. Not a pair of feet. Not, not a paraclete. But paraclete, uh, uh, which is a, you know, I've been reading about the, the translation of that. It's like a friend in legal terms, an advocate that's by your side. Someone who comes along your side and advocates for you in all the right ways, um, helps you go down the right path. Uh, and a couple of scholars I've been reading says, you know, Comforter was an old translation, uh, you know, Wycliffe and others from hundreds of years ago, and the word comfort has changed over the centuries, and, mm-hmm. and so a lot of modern scholars are saying it's not really appropriate to translate it as comforter anymore because it sounds like he's just kind of the Holy Spirit's just consoling you. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the meaning of the word paraclete is, is uh, God coming alongside you, leading you, uh, directing you, um, teaching you, guiding you, being a an advocate, a helper, um, a teacher at times. It's a really rich word. One of these words that's hard um, to translate directly into English. So some people just keep it paraclete, you know, and then you have to go learn about what it means or the preacher has to tell the congregation what it means. So anyway, uh, what do you think about this section, Tim, uh, what Jesus is saying here? Well, I I was, <clears throat> you know, I've always considered... Uh, you know, on Pentecost, the the uh, the text that should be or usually is preached is the Acts two uh, text. But I I like taking this one because it opens our eyes to some other writings about the Holy Spirit, so that we're not just limited in our view of what the Holy because Sp- what happened in Acts was wondrous, amazing. Uh, yeah. It's a it's an amazing description of. The birth, the birth of the church and the work of the Holy Spirit, it's it's unbelievably awesome. Uh, very cool. But that there's more to... He, the, the Holy Spirit's more nuanced than that. There's more to him. And and uh, so I I was really interested when we, we got to this text and we were talking about it on Tuesday at Bible study um, where it talks about the Holy Spirit being like already already in you and I you have the the Bible open in front of yeah. you and then also will be in you and that there's so there's this I think there's this misconception that the Holy Spirit kind of was absent almost when you focus on that text from from Acts 2 it's almost mm-hmm. like oh well he didn't show up the Holy Spirit didn't show up until he was Acts completely 2 off he was stage completely off stage and then <laughs> enters into the final act um, but it's very clear from this scripture that the Holy Spirit's already right. at work in the lives of those people who are following uh, after after God and uh, and also there are some other uh, scriptures you, too you know so, him present yeah. tense because he lives with you present yeah. tense and will be in you, future tense, yeah. Jesus says. And and so the, the Holy Spirit had been present in in the, the work of the world from the beginning. I think on the first page of the Bible, you can see the, the, the Spirit at work in creation. The Spirit hovered over the waters. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that the Jewish people understood um, 
the Holy Spirit in the same way Christians do now, how God has revealed to us who the Holy Spirit is and revealed to us the reality of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Godhead. But the Holy Spirit, yeah, has been obviously real the whole time, obviously God the whole time, and working, and including in Jesus' ministry, right? The Holy Spirit came down upon Jesus like a like a dove descended right. upon him. Yeah. That's one of the places we read about the Holy Spirit in the Gospels. And the Holy Spirit had been working through uh, Jesus' ministry. The Holy Spirit worked uh, through the prophets in the, the Old Testament. Um, uh, let's see. I, do you remember the first mention of the Spirit causing someone to do something in the Old Testament? I think it was Joseph. The Spirit empowered Joseph mm. to interpret dreams. Uh, that's back in Genesis, so the first book. And then we hear about the Holy Spirit inspiring um, the artist uh, Bezalel, if I said that right, that worked on the temple thing. It says the Spirit, yeah, the yeah, Spirit yeah, did that, yeah. and then and then the Spirit inspired the prophets of the Old Testament. So the Spirit was known now. Um, did they know him in the same way they were going to experience him um, from Pentecost onwards? No, there was a change, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't there. So, um, so we need to talk about that Sunday. What What's the difference, and what What is God doing, and why is it a big deal? Like, why did Jesus leave the stage, so to speak? Because He's not completely absent either, right? But you know, but the Holy Spirit is now uh, present in the world and is the life of the church, and and Jesus is at the the right hand of the Father. So why that why that change? Um, you know, God obviously had a plan. What's that all about? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we want to tip all our cards. I don't, I, I don't I was, know if that's where you're going. I was just thinking. Uh, do you know where you're going? Uh, the sermon? Not, not all the way, but yeah. that was, yeah, I, when we were talking in Bible study on Tuesday, I was really um, struck by that uh, that idea and just thinking, like, okay, let's think about this. Now, why, why, couldn't, why couldn't Jesus, you know, in order for God's plan to be accomplished, why did Jesus have to go away and why does he leave the Holy Spirit uh, or give us the Holy Spirit? Uh, and I think there's some very practical reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I think we'll explore that on yeah. Sunday. The other cool thing about this section, and we were talking about this in Bible study as well, I think it's That's like an advertisement like, for come, Bible come study. Come to Bible yeah. study, yeah. Is that the relational aspects uh, within the Trinity, you know, that mm, we yeah. see this uh, voluntary submission of the Son of God, Jesus, to the Father, I will ask the Father, and he will give to you the Holy Spirit, his procession of the, the Holy Spirit, um, and and just that they mutually love each other, serve one another. They are God together. We can talk about about their personhoods um, within the Trinity, uh, but and that is obviously a great mystery, uh, but it's a beautiful mystery in that they they show us a a the perfect example of of love and mm. and service to one another. Yeah. Um, and Jesus is preparing his believers here in this statement, as well as other places, that, you know, you're going to have something that the world isn't going to have. And 
he's going to lead and guide you. In another place in John 16, Jesus says he's going to he's going to uh, teach you about sin, righteousness, and judgment. He um, so he's got these roles, um, important roles, and I know that's part of where I'm going. I'm going to talk about what are the what are the roles of the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? What are the roles of the Holy Spirit? Where do we see this? the Spirit at work in our lives. How do mm-hmm. we have the Spirit? Um, how do we see uh, the Spirit at work? All the who, what, when, where, why, how type stuff. Um, that's that's one of the main things I'm going to focus on. Um, so if you're interested in learning about the Holy Spirit, I hope you can come and uh, worship with us or, or tune into the sermon on Facebook Live or download it afterwards. But... Uh, yeah, or go to Bishop Place, check it out in Pullman, um, in the what you call it room. What do they call it? The the social room or the social room. The social yeah. room, and uh, go to the front desk if you don't know where it is. They'll tell you how to get there. And one thirty in Bishop Place. Yeah, and so I think this is a great. You know, I think a lot of people have questions about the Holy Spirit, and yeah. so I'm excited to be able to, you know, talk about it. Not that we don't. You know that we aren't willing to talk about we, the Holy Spirit. We you know, sometimes all the time, give the Holy just, Spirit short, uh, short shrift. You know, we yeah. give the 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 short end of the stick or whatever. We it, the Holy Spirit. One nickname given to the Holy Spirit is the shy member of the Trinity, mm, yeah. the, and because um, he points to Jesus, he wants he wants to point to Jesus. He wants to point uh, point us there and and have God glorified and not draw attention to Himself, but. We still should be aware and informed. We don't. We don't. You know. Usually direct our prayers at the Holy Spirit, or uh, but the Holy Spirit is as much God as the Son and as yeah. the Father. Yeah. Yeah. As I like to say, not God Junior Varsity. He's yes. he's God Varsity. He's on. He's <laughs> on the A team. <laughs> you know. Uh, the uh, you know I was reminded as we've been gearing up for this sermon that. Back when we were studying Acts, we had kind of joked, Acts is the short name of the book. The longer name of the book is the Acts of the Apostles. And we said, but maybe it should be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, without uh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And and so if you want to read about the work of the Holy Spirit in the early church, you know, go go back to the book of Acts and just see. Definitely. And it's amazing. I'm doing that now in a reading plan I'm in, and it's it's good. Even though we just preached Even though through, we just it, preached yeah, through it. It's good. <clears throat> yeah. So. Well, Tim, should we wrap it up? I think we should. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to get a little groove on Yeah, this, this, is, uh, this has been Tim. Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Do we have to get permission for this? I mean, yes, we do. Oh, wow. Have, have a we, blessed day. Maybe we should call this guy. Don't call the lawyers. <laughs> okay.